0: it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Bell, Dallas Cowboys insider for 1052 The Fan of Dallas. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of... Of the G Bag Nation, two to seven PM Central, Monday through Friday, on one hundred five The Fan in Dallas. He is also the co-host of the Dallas Cowboys pre and post game radio show on the Dallas Cowboys Radio Network. And Brian, you're back home. I'm back home. I, I love being out there in Oxnard, but I was uh, I was ready to be back in normal sleeping hours. I'll say what. I think Friday and Saturday night combined. I got more sleep than I got the entire last week we were in Oxnard. So I I feel much, much more rested now.
2: Well, nobody's going to feel sorry for us, Bobby, because of how nice that trip was. But I do miss being across from you uh, in a hotel room doing this show. Uh, (laughs) I know a lot of our uh, listeners and viewers are happy that we're able to tape this and they're able to see our faces as we do this yes that's that's a very positive sign and uh and you mentioned the cowboys pre and post game show this will be the first time in like six seven years i believe where i'll be on cowboys pre and post game show i usually had done the radio uh with brad sham for preseason football but they've got some things going on with tv babe laflinberg is back doing radio with brad so Myself, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo. We'll have you some uh, Cowboys pre and post game show thoughts uh, coming up this uh, this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. How about that on 105.3 the Fan and, and, and Dallas on your Dallas Cowboys network people as well. That exactly.
1: It. Now uh, did I get that right.
2: Did I say that you, right? you
1: did Dallas Cowboys radio network? I think you got it. Now now yeah. give you they're giving you the uh, the Dak Prescott treatment. They're saying probably not getting the the, the preseason reps you normally get. I, I do want to start off with that. Before we talk about some of the training camp stuff, Mike McCarthy did say he doesn't anticipate Dak Prescott taking any training camp reps or, or preseason game reps. I get that to a point, uh, typically. as If you've got another team coming in and you're practicing against another team during training camp, I always think that that's good work and, and you don't necessarily need to go get in the uh, the live game reps. That may not be necessary. But – You are putting in a new offense. You didn't practice with another team this year. Couldn't a series or two benefit Dak Prescott? Just go get some live game reps out there before it's just showtime against the Giants?
2: Well, do I have Zach Martin playing right guard? Because I kind of see why they didn't work against any other opponents. The Cowboys' defense held – I'll tell you this, Bobby. There were days where the offense was struggling – and then there were days the offense was good and it was back and forth. And I knew it would be like this if McCarthy scheduled the practice to where they had competitive periods and stuff like that. And I think they have. And so, to me, the one thing that, you know, I, I just worry about in a preseason game, you know, are you going to want in a first game, you know, one or two series, you're going to start Tyron Smith. You're going to start, you know, who, who, who is my offensive line? Who are my receivers? Who are my tight ends? You know, am I going to go in that game? Now, if you go in there with the intention of giving Dak work, but you have all the starters in there doing the same thing, then I, I could absolutely see running a series or two. I, I tell you, one of the best series I've ever seen Dak Prescott have was his very first one he had against the Rams in 2016 when he was a rookie. You know, he had to start that game because of all the injuries and stuff like that with, with Romo and then Kellen Moore. And boy, did he look good. I mean, and him and Des Bryant and those guys, I mean, it was, it was one of those things you're like, wow, maybe this guy is the gamer that we all thought he was. So I, I think that to me, uh, it just, who all's playing with Dak if he were to go out there? And, you know, let's be honest, it wasn't really perfect out there at right guard. For him, and you know, how much do you want to? How much do you want to play Terrence Steele in that first preseason game? You know, and you get. I mean, I, I, I just, I'm just looking at. I'm just looking at. You know, who all can I play in order to, if I had to, to make sure that Dak Prescott's uh, not compromised in any way.
1: Let's assume Zach Martin is not available week one. Uh, he's still holding it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which it's it's already costing him a pretty. I believe he's up to six hundred thousand that he owes yeah. right
2: now. How are you feeling about that? How are you feeling about that whole thing? Because I kind of felt like that Zach Martin didn't want to get fined fifty thousand dollars a day. You know, and, and there there comes a point in time where, you know, man, the Cowboys just I know you're running into the same people I am at camp. Man, yep. they're they're dug in they're really dug in on this one and i i i felt like there would be some type of compromise maybe there still will be a compromise but man the more i talked to people out there the more it was like no we've you know there's things we got to do and you know and and we'll go from that you I mean at one time he was the highest paid interior offensive lineman in the league and you know that happens through time you you start to lose that i mean there were some massive contract extensions that just took his number and just drove it down the board, you know, with Brandon Sheriff was one of those and Quentin. Chris Olsen. Lindstrom. Chris, yeah, Chris Lindstrom in Atlanta. There were a lot of them that that just drove his number way down the board.
1: Yeah, and, and man, I, I clearly was, and I said it at the time, I was prepared to be wrong about it, but, you know, I did feel like after talking to some folks like, hey, this is something that everybody anticipates they'll figure it out. They're gonna figure it out, they'll get it done. I think it just it and, and my anticipation was we'd have a deal done before we left uh on, on Friday the fourth. And that didn't happen. Um this is something where it, it does. I feel didn't
2: realize bad. I didn't realize how dug in he was. You know or how I, much
1: they were. They were I, yeah. I didn't I didn't realize how much either side was as dug in as they were. And you know, it does get to a point where do you think there reaches a point where if they have to if he has to pay back bonuses, if he holds oh. up that he pays back bonuses the question of the money that he has to pay back if he retires is now out. That's the yeah. money he has to pay back. At that point, now are we looking at potentially a threat of retirement? Do you think?
2: So, if yeah, the way you just described it, if he retires, he has money he has to pay back, right? That's, that's which will uh, have
1: already been paid back if he holds out to a certain point.
2: Yeah. I was reading. A, Joel Corey did a really good story on CBS Sports, and I think it's—I think it was dated. I think it's August fourth. If you go back and check, and Joel kind of walks you through all the things. The August fourth. Yeah, all the possibilities that that can happen uh, for him. You know, uh, what the Cowboys can do, how they can make this work. He he gives you solutions, but he paints a really dark picture for Martin when it comes to their ability to go after his salary, you know, to go after what prorated signing bonuses and stuff yep. like that.
0: So This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, which is is
1: the amount that they could go after in the event of retirement as well. And so if he does end up having to pay that back at that point, it's like, well, look, I've already lost this money. It's already had to be paid back. So right now I I can either threaten retirement. I can ask for, I'll tell you this. I, I do feel confident that there have at least been other teams out there that have called and said, I know you're not trading Zach Martin right now, but if things go sideways, just remember, we're over here if you want to pick up the phone. Like I do think that there have been some teams that have said, Hey, uh, put us in line. We, we'd like to be in line if you guys end up needing to make some phone calls.
2: Yeah, I I know one of my gang is seven. I asked, I asked what you think you could get for Zach Martin in trade and never got an answer back. So I wonder if my gang is seven is one of those teams that, you know, that was making a call, you know, about that. Yeah. And, you know, so... I, I, you know, I, I don't know I don't know if the Cowboys want to get to that point um, th- I think the fact that Zach is working with Duke I see that as a positive Duke Mannyweather Manny I, I see that as a, a, a yeah Duke I make it sound like Duke University I'm sorry just, <laughs> Duke, Duke's just a friend and I call him Duke but yeah. uh, the fact that he that Zach's working with him tells me that he still wants to play you know, I, I don't think you go through this and keep yourself ready if you're not, you're intense not to play. I'm going to be honest with you, Bobby. I have never come to the point where I felt like that there, Zach Martin was going to be traded. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I never, that, that thought never, ever, ever crossed my mind. But as you, and I'm not trying to be irresponsible here, but the Cowboys have to look at their situation and Zach is obviously looking at his situation as well. It's clearly a different look without him in the lineup. And I, I think I think Matt Farniak has done some good things, but it is clearly a different offensive line without Zach Martin playing next to Terrence Steele. You could see Do- it. You could see it when they when they run plays, uh, and, and in and pass protection as well.
1: Do we feel like if if this team doesn't work things out with Zach Martin in time, do we feel like the opening day lineup, if you're to go from left tackle all the way over to right tackle, that the lineup is Tyron Smith, Tyler Smith, Tyler Biotish, Matt Farniak, and then right tackle is Terrence Steele. Do you feel yeah. comfortable that would be the combo?
2: I think that's I think that's exactly the route that they would go. Now the issues then turn into what happens to it let's since I am using the word now let's be honest you know we went into camp I know I went into camp thinking about running back questions linebacker questions Uh, the questions I had about other positions uh, maybe not so much I think I would put offensive line now at the top of my list of things that I saw with my own eyes that I have concerns about and that's the offensive line and that's the and that's the actual depth if something were to happen to any one of those offensive linemen I don't know I don't think Josh Ball is ready uh, Matt will go has been okay uh, awesome Richards is a guy that's been getting some work and you know, probably not ready. I just don't know. They might have to. They might have to go get a veteran offensive lineman. Is what they, because I don't think Adoga. I don't think Adoga is the answer. Any
1: Adoga. Yeah. Adoga has been getting beat really consistently. Any in not any in good.
2: any in any operation. Tackle or guard. Tackle or guard. I just don't see that. And now, I would say offensive line. It, and even when Zach Martin comes back, I would consider, I would consider going out and getting somebody else, because I, I just don't feel like, I don't feel like that they have guys that are ready, if they had to go into into the season with the backup guys that they have right now, As if something were to happen
1: yeah no am uh, i
2: wrong did you, No, did you I, I
1: absolutely understand? agree with that i i think that i think offensive line we were uh, on sean and rj on friday morning we were talking about where do we feel most comfortable things like that and i said that yeah my biggest concern right now if you're going to tell me a position group where i feel the most concerned it's the offensive line because i know yeah. this, case, this pass rush is good but man they are there has not been a single practice where the offensive line held them back the entire day mm-hmm. There were days where they were good for the majority practice, but then by the end of it, I think the sac- second padded practice was that way. Offensive line was good for the first maybe half of it, and then by the end it was just consistently breaking it down, breaking through, and it's everybody pretty much. I, I mean, I think Tyler Smith has had a good camp. I, I haven't noticed a, a lot of issues with Tyler Smith. Terrence Steele is working his way back in a little bit. Tyron has, has been hit or miss at times, but uh, I mean, I think right now I feel like if you were to say – there's one position. The position of the most concern for you right now, wouldn't you say it's offensive line probably?
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I, I just so I don't, I don't know like I like I was saying, and I'm sorry I repeat myself a lot first. No, No, period. I, I really try and not do that, but I do. That linebacker group, I was scared about the depth, I was scared about the running back depth. And but it's it's totally flipped for me. It's totally flipped. It's, I don't know, I don't know another position. I think every other position they could handle some type of of an injury or a little setback yeah. or something. Uh, maybe even tight end. You know, maybe even tight end. Uh, you know, could be a, a position that you know could be fine. I, I mean, but this offensive line. I'm not trying to scare folks out there, but if you've seen clips, and it's just not Micah Parsons rushing, it's, you know, I mean, and that, but that just shows you that Dallas has a really good defensive line. They have a good front seven. And they put a lot of pressure on Dak Prescott in the pocket uh, to make good throws. I mean, they can't hit him, but they're constantly around him. And it was to the point where Mike McCarthy had to remind guys, hey, stay off the quarterback, stay off the quarterback. You know, so, uh, man, it hits. I thought there was going to be surplus, potential surplus with some of these guys. No. I, I mean, and we'll see. We'll see how the preseason games roll. But I know Dallas Cowboys' backups against their defensive line, against their own defensive line, was was, was not a pretty sight.
1: You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast, the Love of the Stars and Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.